On this episode of the True Sleuth Podcast, we're going to learn big question number two. Take a look at Psalm 86, 8 through 10, and we'll open the vault to check out the story of Operation Pocket Watch. All that and more on this episode of the True Sleuth Podcast. Detectives, tiptoe, look high, look low. Reach out, don't shout. Look out and find, we search for the clues. God gives us the truth because he loves me, because he loves you. Welcome to episode 003 of the True Sleuth Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Forrest, joined as always by the multi-talented very mysterious, Miss Karen. Hey guys, hope y'all had a lot of fun this week with your Truth Sleuth. We are coming to you live from True Sleuth headquarters, where we keep all of the big questions. And this week we are jumping into a new big question. Big question 002. And what is it you may ask? Well, let's go ahead and find out. Question two. What is God? God is the creator and sustainer of everyone and everything. That one seems kind of easy compared to last week. I'm sure they can get it very quickly. I'm sure they can. All right. Let's practice it all together. The question is, what is God? God is the creator and sustainer of everyone and everything. Good job, guys. If you don't have it yet, don't worry. We're going to repeat it a bunch of times over the next couple weeks and help you get it. Remember, you should be learning this question on top of our old question. So what was last week's question, Ms. Karen? What is our only hope in life and death? That we are not our own, but belong to God. Exactly. All right, now, let's go back to this week's question and figure out exactly what it all means. It had a couple of big words like creator and sustainer. Well, even though it's got some words that we maybe have never heard before, this one isn't as complicated as last week's. A creator is someone who makes something, and the sustainer is someone who keeps something going or takes care of it or meets its needs. So when we say that God is the creator and sustainer of everyone and everything, what we're really saying is that God made the whole world and everything and everyone in the world, and that he keeps the world going. He takes care of it and gives us everything we need to live. Oh, that's a great explanation. But you know what? I get that some of our truth sleuths are hearing some of the same things I hear about God, and they're not exactly the same. I hear some people say that there is no God, and I hear other people say that, well, God may have made the world, but he doesn't have anything to do with us today. What is a truth sleuth supposed to believe? Well, sleuths, that's a good question. I know that there's a lot of people who say we can never know anything about God. But I think there's a good way to help you see that we can learn about God. I have two books in my hand right now. One of them is a book called God Smuggler. It's an autobiography written by Brother Andrew. You remember Brother Andrew from last week. Well, this is his story about being a missionary. An autobiography is just a big word for a book that he wrote about himself. 
In one hand, I have the autobiography of Brother Andrew. In the other hand, I have a story about Brother Andrew that I wrote, and it's not nearly as big as his autobiography. Which one of these two stories do you think will tell you more about Brother Andrew? Well, Truthless, what do you think? I think we would learn a lot more about Brother Andrew from his autobiography, from a book he wrote about himself, about his own adventures. I think we could learn a lot more about Brother Andrew from that book than we could from a book Mr. Forrest wrote. Mr. Forrest has never even met Brother Andrew. That's right. I would love to meet Brother Andrew. But even if I did, he definitely knows more about himself than I know about him. And God knows more about God than anyone ever will. So if I want to know the truth about God, I should read his autobiography. We call that the Bible. I should read what it says about him, not what other people say about him. That's right. And the Bible tells us a lot about who God is and what he does. It tells us things like, God knows all things, and God can do all things, and God is everywhere. It tells us that God is good, and God is loving and forgiving. And we can learn many other things about God from his autobiography, the Bible. Yes, the Bible tells us that God is all of those things and that he is the creator and sustainer of everyone and everything. And we can believe it because it's written in the Bible, God's autobiography. It was written by God about himself so that we can know about him. That's right. And we can learn about God by learning our big verse for this week, Psalm 86. Third graders, you guys are learning verses 8 through 10. Preschoolers through second grade, you guys are learning verse 10. So right now we're going to read Psalm 86, verses 8 through 10. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Psalm 86, 8 through 10. So the younger guys learned that last section. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Psalm 86, 10. That's exactly right. Well, younger guys, I think y'all might have it a little easy this week. If you can learn the longer verse, that's even more impressive. I think you can do it. It's time for us to open the Truth Sleuth Vault and dig into another exciting Truth Sleuth agent story. This week, we have the exciting story of Special Agent 0010. Yes, Agent 10. Her story takes place many years ago, back in World War II, in a country called Holland. During World War II, Holland got invaded by Germany. And the German army came in, and they began rounding up people who were Jewish. And they started searching everywhere for people who were Jews, and they were going to put them into prison camps. Special Agent 10 and her family had a hard decision to make. They were not Jewish. They were Christians. But they knew that God's word said that they should love their neighbors. God's word says that we should love everyone just like God loves them. Which meant they had to make a decision. Were they going to let their neighbors be taken to a prison camp? Or were they going to do something that was very dangerous? 
Agent 10 and her family ran a watch shop. They decided that they would take their home and their watch shop and turn it into a secret hiding place. They converted rooms in their house and made it where you couldn't see them. They had secret trap doors installed so that people could hide behind there and you couldn't see it when you were looking for it. And then they installed a special bell that when they pushed the button, it would warn the people to hide quickly. This was dangerous work. If they got caught hiding Jews, not only would the Jews be taken to the camps, they would also be locked up. You see, this was not an easy decision to make, but they knew they had to do what was right. And so that's what Special Agent 10 and her family did. They started taking in Jews and hiding them, but there was a problem. You couldn't go to the store and just buy food. You had to have a special card given to you by the government. Now, if they were going to be able to feed the Jews they were hiding in their house, they had to get cards from the government. What were they going to do? Special Agent 10 knew that she had someone she needed to talk to. Before the war, she had taught school children, and one of those children, her father, was the man in charge of giving out the food cards. Oh, if she went and talked to him, he could turn her into the authorities. There was no way for her to ask for cards and it not be suspicious. But she thought maybe if she just asked for a few cards, then it wouldn't wouldn't scare anybody and nobody would ask too many questions. And so that's what she would do. She would go ask for 10 cards. Maybe he would think her family just wanted extra food. She had to try it. So that's what she did. She went to meet the man in charge of the food cards. And as she walked up and, and she, she got nervous, and she began to ask for the cards and he, he said, I can give you some cards. How many cards do you need? Her answer surprised even herself. She asked for a hundred cards. A, a hundred cards? Oh, there's no way he would think that was just for her family. She was able to take the cards. And with those cards, she helped many people. Jews from all around that knew they needed help, they would come to her. And then they would hide people in their house and be able to feed them. And those they couldn't hide, they would still give cards to so they could get food and the things they needed. And everything was going well. The system was working. They even were having worship services in their house. Until one day, there was a knock on the door. In the middle of one of their worship services, there was a knock. And they looked out the window. It was the dreaded German secret police, the Gestapo. These were the people that hunted the Jews. They were the ones that would be looking for them. Oh no, they reached and hit the bell. Would there be enough time for the Jews to get into the hiding place? Would they be able to hide before the military kicked in the door? The soldiers began yelling and banging on the door. They were going to have to let them in. Do the Jews make it into the hiding place in time? What happens to Special Agent 10 and her family? Come back next week, and we'll find out all these answers and more on the next episode of the True Sleuth Podcast.